listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. In Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for Modern Family. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Modern Family news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues, it's After Buzz TV for Modern Family. Oh, good evening. Where have you been? Where have you been all my life? Where have you been these past few weeks? I am Mario, After Buzz TV. This is the Modern Family podcast. Uh, Still Mario. Um, Nothing's changed in the last few seconds. In the booth, we have... DJ Jesse Janity. Jesse, 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 Jesse. Ah, ah, what up, After Buzzers? Yeah. So, Modern Family. Sorry, folks. We've been kind of off the grid for uh, a couple of weeks. Well, Modern Family goes off the grid. And Modern Family goes off the grid, and they're going to be off the grid um, again again for the next few weeks through, uh, through the first week in January. Um, but we are here now, and we're here to discuss the Express Christmas um, episode, um, the 10th episode of this, the third season. Which was last week's episode. Which was we last week's episode. apologize coming to you late, but we're here. But you know, it's, it's the holidays, and uh, it's actually, by the way, the, the show is actually set today, December 16th. Oh, very so we are Ooh. we are, we are right on target actually. Ooh, every see, day is December sixteenth. Every day is de- especially December sixteenth is definitely December sixteenth. Well, right. Go right. us. That's like that's that's like a uh, broken clock is right twice twice a day. That's a very positive way of looking at it. Yeah, this. yeah. So anyway, yeah, we are uh, we're here to discuss Modern Family and what, what an episode, uh, Jesse. What you what did you think of the episode? What were your overall? I uh, love this episode. I mean, honestly, with Modern Family, it's just like every episode, I'm like, oh, this was the best episode. I, I, never has there been a show where every... I can't think of a bad episode of Modern Family. There have been ones that are better than others. Sure. But I can't look at one. There's never a time where I just can't watch the whole thing and I sit through it all. Every character on this is just amazing. Uh, and this episode was awesome because we all go through this. Um, and yeah. it's funny, the older we get, holidays have really changed. Uh, you know, I, I remember being younger, like Christmas was the thing. Like it was all like there's no way you would miss Christmas. There's no possible way. And, you know, now this being my first year across country. There was a chance that I was going to miss Christmas, and it, it really blew my mind and kind of took a bang back. Like, wow, I'm growing up. Where are you from originally? Boston. Ah, okay, okay. So very different. Yes. Uh, L.A. Christmas is very different than Boston. Mm, very Christmas. much. But I am going back, so I'm very excited about that. Oh, um, okay. But I mean, <clears throat> this whole Express Christmas, always trying to make things happen. Um, I, I, I think that is definitely. It's 2011. This is what people are doing now, and I think Modern Family hit it. This is the Modern Family. Well, you know, the the show starts off with with something that is very unique 
obviously to Southern California and I assume parts of Hawaii, maybe Texas, maybe Florida. Um, and that is that it is warm here. Yeah. It is very, you know, it's, it's, it's holiday times. The joke that I like to say is if you've ever seen Lethal Weapon, you know how crazy it gets around the holidays around here. And so it's, it's you know, there's no, there's no snow, obviously, because it's Southern California where the weather is, you know, today it was, you know, 80 degrees or something. Um, but, you know, for parts, for most of the country, including the Northeast, um, you know, where you're from, it's... It's, it's a white Christmas and it's snowing and it's cold and it's, and it's this whole thing. So, you know, there is that traditional Christmas feel to it. You know, what, what, what Americans celebrate as Christmas is actually, you know, from Scandinavia, you know, is, is, is Scandinavian in nature with the trees and kind of, you know, that, that whole appropriation for Christ's birthday was, was mixed in with the winter solstice right. from the, from the Scandinavian country. So, um, you know, even that is kind of appropriated from from another culture, and so uh, you know, as we as this country went out west, yeah, it's harder to kind of celebrate. You know, it's like we got it's harder to feel it. Like I yeah. don't feel Christmas is next week, right? I, it, it, on the East Coast, you know, you get the cold weather, the snow comes, and really the only time anyone on the East Coast loves the snow is on Christmas. Mm-hmm. I'm actually really excited. I hope it does snow. I hope I, I hope it snows before I get there so I can enjoy the snow. So you get there and the snow's already there. And I want it already there and then, for me. And, and then, then, and then stop. <laughs> and then let me come back and it'll be nice and warm and my Christmas would have been great. Right. And Unfortunately, get- snow loves to be very... Um, Loves to be a bitch, yeah. and so it'll probably snow as my plane is like in Chicago right. or something, and slow you down, down. Delay, like, yeah. yeah. So that's how it goes. But no, but here in uh, here in California, you know, and, and whatever holiday you're celebrating, I mean, it's you know, it's, it's Hanukkah, it's Kwanzaa, it's everything, but uh, it's just it's it's different out here because it's 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 frankly no different. It's less warm. But it's still not cold. Uh, in the evening times, it can it can get a little cold and chilly. Um, we just had rain for a few hours the other day, and that certainly cooled things off. But um, yeah, you know, it's it's different in Southern California. So on the show, the Dumfies and the and and, and the um, you know the whole family, the whole crew was trying to get a. You know, they realized that they were going to go off to the you know far corners. You know, uh, they were going to you know, go either go to Mexico or they were they were not going to be able to spend time together. And so they put together a an express Christmas. express Christmas to just kind of quickly you know put everything together. Have you always lived near um, near Boston? Yeah, New York and Boston. Okay, so I've always had cold Christmases. Right, and you were always, always able, been able to go to home. travel back. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I went to school. Uh, I grew up in South Texas, and then uh, I went to school on the East Coast in 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 Washington, and then after that, I was in New York. So yeah, the the whole home for the holidays thing. I've I've done that, and it's uh, you know, for me, it was it it, it was it, it was only cold Christmases and the holidays when I stayed in the area of South Texas is, you know, is warm, although right. it does get cold as well at night. But, um, so you've never really truly experienced a real cold. Christmas no, 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 I have, I have, we grew up, uh, we lived in a suburb of Chicago for a few oh. years when I was younger and, and, uh, I didn't go home every year for the holiday, sometimes either just economics or just, you know, cause just, New York is a great place to spend. Christmas. Oh, absolutely. And we've act, I've actually been there when it's been warm during the holidays and okay. like, yeah, like I remember one year we wore t-shirts on new year's. Oh. Uh, so it was unseasonably warm. Um, and that was cool. But yeah, obviously there's, you know, New York's got the tree and the, you know, the people, the ice skating rinks and, you know, people are, you know, generally it's just the smell in the air. Yeah, and it really I know is. that sounds weird 
because you don't smell it out here. But there really is. I think it's like the coldness, or you can smell the snow coming, or it just yeah, it makes you merry. Yeah, and it's and I feel like it's it's a crisp. You know, it's it somehow it lights up your senses when you first step out. That's very true. And it's cold, and it's sharp, and it hits you know, and you're all bundled up, but your face feels it. It's a pretty, it's a pretty, it's a very bracing, but really nice feeling, you mm-hmm. know. And especially if you go out, you know, go out to parks or you go ice skating or whatever. No, it's definitely nice. That said, I don't miss it. Uh, I'm I'm a warm weather person, so uh, my my fiance is from uh, from Detroit, from the Midwest. So she she too is into white Christmases, and she loves like the sweaters and the apple cider and all the that. Layers. The layers. I, I'm I'm over that. I'm I'm done. I think I think I'm gonna be. I'm gonna try to keep it warm uh, for quite a while. We'll we'll see when the next time. But holidays are always. And, and you know, in Modern Family, they. They showed the essence of, you know, obviously they, they had to do it for sitcom form. So rather than have them come home for the holidays or whatever, they condensed it. And what a great plot device to say an express Christmas. Oh, so that way they're able to jam the storyline into four hours or whatever it is, three hours right. and kind of show the best and the worst things about Christmas or about amazing. the holidays. Amazing. They go, they hit every nail. Like, yeah. and it amazed me because I mean, obviously we only get 30 minutes, which we don't even get a full 30 minutes. Of right. It, but they hit every, I mean, the target scene was epic because that's what you do. You, you, you do all of your shopping in one day. I mean, me, me personally, I did too. I don't ever like, I, there are people like, Oh, it's September. I've already finished. Like, right. why are you thinking about that? You're disgusting. Yeah. This isn't Joanne's fabric. I used to right. work at Joanne's fabric. Uh, you had people and, coming in super I mean, early. Well, in like, uh, in September we'd be already planning for Christmas and then June we're already planning for Halloween. It's just like, it really wow. screws with the senses. So right. it, it so I have met people who do do things like that. My family were very, yeah, it's like the week before and we're out rushing around. You just get everybody done in one day. You might have to pick up that one or two at the end, but it's definitely that, that target uh, scene definitely hit me uh, at home. <laughs> you also get a lot of, of course, now with online shopping, you know, you can do everything. I don't do that. You don't? I, I can't get into it. I, I don't I don't know I I want to because I feel like it's easier but then yeah. I'm, I get indecisive and I just don't feel I I enjoy going to the store and just grabbing what, and shopping that way yeah versus the online thing if it's something specific maybe I will but I haven't I haven't I've tried it but no I always end up going out yeah I pull the target it's yeah it's and of course you know this year um, I I was actually very surprised when I saw this episode actually interesting story. I was walking down the street in uh, Culver City, which is near where I live, and I happened to see them filming Modern Family. I saw the car with Sofia Vergara and um, uh, what is his name, uh, Nolan Gould, who play uh, Luke and Gloria, and I saw them in the, in the car together. So they were filming the you know the camera car, and actually I was surprised. Now I realize why. As I'm watching it, they had the blue van behind them, which was like a catering truck or something. Right. I thought it was like a catering truck that was following them around. I was like, oh, in case they get hungry, I guess. And it's like, no, it's for continuity in the shot. And of course, it's the plot point when they run over the tree and run over the angel. It's that truck has to be behind them, that blue truck. So anyway, I had seen them film driving down the street, and I saw them pull over and get the shot ready. And so I could see through the window that it was uh, Sophia and Nolan. And and I thought, oh, that's interesting because they don't have – usually don't see the two of them together. I don't think we've ever seen them, uh, just the two of them. And I thought, okay, well, how are they going to get that? And so then we saw this episode, and even the target – the target is in the Westfield – 
shopping center uh, over in Culver City. That's a huge target. That is. It's, it's yeah. I mean, that that was, in, I was in awe of that. The first, I watched the episode last week and seeing that target, like where I'm from, I mean, New York, everyone thinks like, oh no, there's tons of stores in New York. Like the stores are smaller in New York. Yeah. Because they have to fit them in, like the malls like go up. Right. So it's not like we have these like large, huge three-story malls. Yeah, our mall may be like four to five stories, but it's in a tiny little building going up. And there's no Target in Manhattan. There's a Target in Brooklyn. Right. Or you have to go to Washington Heights. Right. It's like, so it's like, screw Target. No one's going to Target. Right. No one's traveling all the way over there. So to see that, it was like, wow, that's an amazing Target. Big, big, uh, big Target, especially since there's actually another Target about four blocks away. So I don't uh, understand it. Yeah. Well, it's like Starbucks in New York. It was like <laughs> and Bank of America and Bank of Americas and Chase and yeah. But um, I love the groupings though. It's an, I, I think it's funny because with Claire and her daughter, you, we see them, but always see them in. A, they're not, always antagonistic. Exactly. They're always at each other, and you know, there's always. So it was nice to see her. And you know that they say that they they say if you've ever read any parenting or you know you're supposed to make an ally and really kind of hone in on you're supposed to make an ally of your kid and really hone in on their talents and mm-hmm. help them use their talent to use that as a way of connecting and as a way of getting you them. were born for this you were born for this and it's true it's target and shopping and and you know it's pretty it's it it's it's a, it's smart parenting which claire is not always doing you know because no. she's very authoritarian and she's very kind of my way or the highway um so she saw a way to kind of get uh Haley on board with her and um that's that's pretty pretty. I mean, cool. just from like the little scenes of uh, Haley to be like at the beginning, you were you know Claire said you were born for this, and Claire was about to push forward, and Haley stops and said no, this way. Just yeah. little things like that, you know. Honestly, like when I I mean I I do comedy as well, but when I watch things, I don't really laugh out loud. I'm like one of those people like I'll watch it and if I and people be like you didn't think it was funny I was like I thought it was hilarious but I just don't laugh. You're not a loud. you're not an LOLer. I'm not an LOLer. Okay. But with this show, I you am. You, you totally like, LOL. Were, I totally LOL. I even turned to you and LOL to you. That's right. You were LOLing before the camera started rolling and that was that was like OMG. And this show you're really LOLing. yeah this show really gets me LMFAO. Really? Yeah. And that. I can't pronounce it on here on on, on air. But. I think our audience knows what that means. Right, and I'm not talking about the musical rock band. No, no, no you mean the other stuff with yeah. the, with a possible curse word in it. But we have a pretty savvy audience. I think yeah. we know they know what you're saying. So After Buzz TV, uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter. Make sure if you want, call into the studio. We're we're right now. We are at uh, 5:41 Pacific Standard Time. So if you're listening to this live, uh, give us a shout. What was one of your favorite uh, scenes from the shopping? Uh, from the shopping or from the whole episode? Well, from the shop. Let's, let's stick on the shopping right now. Because the, there's so many like little minute things that were going on in there. Yeah. Uh, the, um, the, um, oh, Mitchell and uh, Alex scenes that when they went Christmas shopping or Christmas tree shopping was pretty funny. Once again, because that's an odd pairing. We mm-hmm. don't see the two of them. Even though they are kind of birds of a feather in terms of them being no nonsense, he's a lawyer. She is going to be whatever the hell she wants to be. Right. Um, she, you know, they're both kind of uh, take charge, in, intelligent, uh, you know, soulful people that kind of have to suffer 
the rest of their family, you know, in, in these kind of, you know, they just, they kind of think, they don't think they're above it, but, you know, it, it's definitely a struggle for them sometimes to deal with. And, you know, Mitchell sometimes has to, has to deal with Cameron with, with literally with kids gloves. So there's a bit of a kind of frustration. Do so you feel she stepped in? Because when I watched it, I kind of got a sense of her kind of taking, being a, a, a female in that role with him, her almost taking Cam's spot. Where uh, especially with the fact when she stood up to uh, the the Christmas tree guy, that's normally Cam would do that, right? Uh, and then holding obviously Lily and just kind of being like, whenever Mitch says something, Cam always kind of shuts him down a little bit, like, "Oh no, it's okay." I saw her doing that, so I don't know. I don't know if you know, did you get that at all? When yeah. You well, it? now that you mention it, you know, it's it's funny because those roles, you know, whenever you're writing a sitcom or re- or really any character in a comedy. You know, you want to have the both sides. And it's always also from an acting standpoint, it's always interesting to play someone who has what seems like kind of a paradox within their within their character. So, for example, Cameron, who is this very, uh, uh, you know, swishy, girly half of a homosexual couple. He still, you know, he was raised on a farm and his mama and he, you know, he rode tractors and there's this, so there's this kind of almost like butch element, you know, even though he's wearing a Christmas sweater or he's, you know, it's being very dainty. And, um, you know, again, that's, that's always very interesting to play. So again, Alex, uh, you know, she is kind of the, the brainy kind of, uh, uh, the brainiac who sometimes gets pushed around by her sister. Mm -hmm. But of course we know that it's not so much that she's getting pushed around, it's that she lets her older sister take charge because she's got to let her older sister have something. Exactly. But she knows in her mind, eventually, she's going to rule the world. Mm-hmm. You know, and, she, and we saw a glimpse of that when she when she took off her hairpiece to get the boys to give back something I a few weeks that. ago, right? Wasn't that great? And she was like, my, my dorks will, <laughs> will, your dorks will work for will my work dorks. Will work for my dorks one day. Exactly, my, my guys. So, you know, it, it's always nice we 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 like to talk a lot about the writing aspect of it for any for any writers that might be out there you know don't make sure your characters are not one dimensional because right. that's boring you know we it's it's always nice to kind of color because people are like that right i'm sure i'm sure if we took your if we if we looked at you and we looked at your life there's probably you know uh, 75 to 80% of it makes sense, right? Politically and philosophically right down. Right. And then there are all these exceptions, mm-hmm. you know, that seem to completely contradict what you have. And nobody knows where they come from, mm-hmm. right? Or maybe you do. Maybe like, you know, you, you you grew up eating McDonald's and, you know, even though you're a healthy eater, you you got, you know, you crave McDonald's fries and that's the one thing that you do. Or you, um, you know, you recycle all the time, um, but, you know, sometimes you like to just, you know, throw your cigarette butts out the window or I don't know. But these kind of contradictions where we think a character is one thing and then they surprise us and go another. That's 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 one of the strengths, I think, about this show is that we think that Phil's an idiot or that we think that uh, Jay is such a hard ass. And that and then and yet. You know, we have a little twist in the character or this little exception right. that happens. And you know, you know, Gloria, I think, is probably the most obvious example of that because we look at her and we think, uh, oh, she's in the show to be a sex pot. Yep. Right. And she's going to be, you know, she's going to she's going to be, you know, she's curvy and Latin and boom, boom, boom. And, and she is that somewhat right to to comedic effect. But she's a soulful mother. 
and she's really, you know, she's 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 and gangster and gangster <laughs> and like it, it just it, exactly right. She's not a dainty woman. No. She's from Colombia. Okay, so she's gonna let you know what's going on. So I I think. When we're watching that, that's what we're responding to. That's why we like it. It's not so one-dimensional as Married with Children. It's not so one-dimensional as The Simpsons, where we know that these guys – the dad's the loser, the daughter's the brainiac, the or you know, or or in the case of Married with Children, right? The daughter's the slut. You know, it's it's all of these things. Modern Family is has these characters, but you know, and then they they fill it in nicely and like i said as an actor that's a lot of fun to play you want to you want to do these textured roles you want to you want to play something that's not so typical and not so obvious and not something that anybody can play because anybody can come in and play an idiot right. anybody can come in and play the smarty pants anyone can play it's it's when you have these exceptions that's that's what character is you know you have these layers i thought it was a uh, <laughs> speaking of layers you know usually we see Manny being the the smart one, the one right. that would always kind of like know what to Classic do in the situation. Classic example, yeah. Uh, and here he is with Phil, which I mean, this was my this was probably my favorite. Scene. Yeah, you like the? Uh... Oh my god! Like just but from like the little things, like man, he just amazes me when he does says things. You know, uh, Phil meets some guy off Craigslist, and Manny's sitting there like, "What? You left me alone?" And like things that his mother would never do because you know Manny's clearly already read about you know killers and sure, Craigslist. Sure. He knows about this. Where Luke would be like, "Cool." Right, right. Uh, you know, so Manny's worried about this man that Phil's about to meet. Um, and just the obvious things, like you would, I, w- I would have assumed that, you know, Manny got nervous. He took the stun gun out and, you know, shocked Phil. Where normally you always think Manny's a step ahead, but he has that clumsiness to him, you know, that kind of just yeah, yeah. Because if he was always that smart, I think that's where the charm would kind of go away. Right. But we have that goofiness to him where, oh my gosh, he would be that clumsy to shock Phil uh, and not be smart enough to grab the card, but rather just stare at the card and kind of watch Phil like, ooh, I I still didn't mean to do it. Yeah. You know, and he just, he plays it so well because it was just like... And Phil, I mean, he's definitely my favorite character in the show. But he was uh, excellent with it, with the spazzes and oh the kind of God. electro. And I, he's I, still... I said to you, uh, I had asked you if you had been stunned by a stun gun before. The reason I did it, and I stopped the story halfway because I didn't want to like ruin the rest of the show for yeah. you. Uh, but I have had friends who have been stung before, um, and it's never lasted that long. But I love that the writers like kept it in the show. And he didn't go overboard with right, it. It was right. just little things towards the end where he would be like, no, it works great. Like, just, yeah, just little, little like, <laughs> shakes. And sure. Sometimes you wouldn't know if he was really doing it, but he was. I, I thought, I mean, the whole, that whole scene was. And just when you think it's out of his system, yeah. that it just like it pops up for like a moment. And, and there, was a, there was a shot there where you see Manny kind of wince in the background. Like, yeah. Oh, it's still like, you know, because he thought he was in the clear. Yep. And it's like, no, it's still, it's still reappearing. Um, yeah. I mean, Manny is, you know, he's a little boy. Don't don't let the size and the intelligence fool you. He's still, you know, however old he is on the show. So he's, you know, he's irrational and he's he's impressionable and he's, you know, he's a, he's a mama's boy. So certainly, you know, things, uh, you know, his his mind kind of gets away from him and he, you know, he really feels things. He's a soulful kind of poet, and uh, so he really, uh, yeah. I mean, to see him, you know, freaking out about you're leaving me, you're, you know, 
and meanwhile, it's you know, it's more Mom, reflection. Mommy of a shelter. wasn't there. Yeah. Mommy, mommy would yeah, mommy would have would have would have would have def- would have haggled would have gotten twenty five bucks back from the guy. Right. Would have you know, she would have gotten one seventy five on the baseball card. Exactly. Uh, let's go to commercial, and then we're going to come back uh, shortly and uh, wrap it up with some uh, some predictions. Some after Buzz TV. Hi, I was once like you. A lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And, like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag co-workers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after shows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV after shows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? After Buzz TV, we are talking about Modern Family here. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, by the way, at AfterBuzzTV. And, um, you know, feel free to email us and uh, let us know what you want to talk about, what kind of uh, things about Modern Family or really any show uh, interest you. Um, we've got a couple of episodes left of Modern Family in the season, so uh, we got to figure out where we think this might be going. After uh, Buzz TV. Whoa. After Buzz TV, that's right. Still it's going to go Buzz to TV. After Buzz TV. So now. And now. And now. I think we need to add that in. Predictions. Um, I don't know, Jesse. What do you What do you think is going to happen? Are we going to have like a New Year's episode, or or you know, because everybody, I like how they even wrote that into the script. How they're like, well, we're going on vacation for a few weeks, right? Well, maybe a little back, Mexico. They're back the first week of New Year's. Yeah, I believe January fourth is going to be the next episode. I don't think we'll get a New Year's episode. I think that they. Uh, We'll play to the vacation thing. I think they'll come back fresh with a totally different type of scenario. Yeah. Um, I think it's so interesting to see everyone kind of play up to uh, what's Ed's role at a um, what is he? What's the name of his character? Uh, Jay. Jay. You know, everyone's kind of trying to win his love over, and you know, at the end of this episode, it, it, he really was. He gave in. It was the cuddly bear f- father of the family and got them snow. Um, where do I think we're going with this? I would like to see Claire and Haley have build that relationship that we saw today. Yeah? I liked it. I liked the dynamic of it. Um, I'd like to see more episodes where that kind of plays into each other. Um, and I want to see Luke and Manny hang out more. Yeah, they're I, fun. I kind of want Luke to influence Manny for a while just for a little bit uh, and obviously Manny's not the type of person to let that happen for too long before he has a revelation and is like what am I doing right I, I, I like that and I would also like to see um, Mitch and uh, the younger daughter uh, Alex, Alex uh, 
kind of I, I want this episode to stem out more because I really like the dynamic of it. You know, seeing uh, um, Sophia's character with uh, oh my gosh, my head is everywhere right now. Um, with Luke, that was different to me. That was so different. You would never picture them together. And I just like the matchups tonight. Whereas sometimes in the past, you know, we've had other matchups. They've been good, but I think tonight it re- everybody mixed together, like Phil and Manny, like so random. Right. Why were they even right, <laughs> put right, together? Right. But it was such great, com- it was amazing comedy. Uh, so I'd like to see more matching up. And I th- and that's actually what I was going to mention to you. It's funny because when the show first started, they really stuck to who was in whose family. Right. And now it's kind of like, which obviously we still have to, we have to grow and kind of reach out to different plot points. But I like that they're taking this route, and it feels so natural. I right. I didn't think twice to as to why Luke was with her. You know, afterwards here at AfterBuzz, we have to pull it apart. But and I, and I look at it and I respect it though. Uh, so I like the matching up. I want to see it grow from here. I want I, I want to see it continue. Yeah, well, it it seems like they, that's that's kind of their mo, right? There's. There's some plot point that forces them to go apart and do their own thing and have their adventures and then come back together. They did it earlier this season with the with the uh, helping the family uh, episode where they had the truck and so Cam went with the with the two girls. Right. So there seems to be some sort of like uh, I don't want to say explosive, but there's an episode that happens. There's there's some event that the family is together and then they must go off in pairs or threes or whatever mm-hmm. and then reconvene to kind of share whatever it is. And usually it goes wrong. And then there's usually a twist at the end where it doesn't go exactly as planned. Well, I'm looking at the upcoming episode guide. So I see, I, I know Benjamin Brad is going to guest star on the next one. Huh? Uh, and Philip Baker Hall, who's a character actor and you've seen him in a bunch of stuff. So I think it's going to be interesting. I think we're going to come back to Haley um, approaching graduation. Cause I know that we're looking at colleges. So I know that that might be um, uh, part of it. Um, and then, yeah, I'm, I'm on board with you with having uh, Manny and, uh, and Luke together because they're, they're they're a good little they they work well together they're kind of you know Luke's not that bright but he's you know he's more of a normal kid so he brings out that kind of normal side and he kind of you can sense here's the thing right he's not his character is not that smart but he knows how to push Manny's buttons and yep. he knows how Manny is lacking in the normalcy department and so you know the two of them it's going to be a lot of egging you know egging. Each one of them is going to egg the other on. Street smart, smart versus book smart. What's that? Street, Street smart. smart. Exactly. Smart. Exactly. Yeah. Which, you know, it's we, we all, you know, depending on where you fell growing up in the divide, um, you know, that's what boys do when they get together. Whoever has like the strength. Uh, last night I bartended an event. I co-bartended an event. And uh, I worked with someone who's been working a lot of the holiday parties. So he was able to kind of take charge and be like, okay, we need this and this and this. And I've worked parties. But great that's what happened so now my contribution was i had already worked at the venue so i knew where the stuff was so we kind of worked in tandem and that's what you know this is what guys do is we get together and it's like oh okay you like to do this you take care of that i'm going to take care of this well not even just guys because i know you guys have been talking about claire running for office oh yeah and i would love to see sophia's character i agree with you guys uh come in because that's a pair right that's kind of always been Never really. It was weird to see like Claire want her to hug her. Like you saw Claire like inching in towards her. Yeah. Uh, so it will be interesting if they do bring that back and make that work because this will be the first time really we see them partnering up. Yeah. Claire's I'd love to see her be the campaign role. manager. Yeah, that, yeah. I mean, I think that would be that'd be great, right? Epic. Yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah. 
Cool. So join us next time when we when we do the next episode, folks. Uh, have a happy holidays. Uh, After Buzz TV. Uh, you can follow me at at Cinemario, like Cinema Rio, C-I-N-E-M-A-R-I-O. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, all that jazz, Mario Hernandez. And, um, you know, by all means, tune in. Uh, let us know what you want to talk about, what you'd like to see. You're a big part of it. And uh, without you, we wouldn't be here. So uh, Modern Family uh, for AfterBuzz TV. I am Mario Hernandez, and in the booth is DJ Josie J. And uh, we appreciate you coming out. We'll see you soon. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.